Um, again, today, I'm very excited for our guest. We have the one and only Matthias, ladies and gentlemen. Hello. Hello. <laughs> and he's actually going to be involved in the send in the future, aren't you? We're going to hear a little bit about that. Um, you've just been spending some time in Norway and you'll be heading back there soon. Um, but I'd love to hear what have you been out in Norway doing? You're one of the few people who've been able to travel in this last year. You've been away for six months and now you're back. What have you been up to, Matthias? Well, actually, in January, I started my discipleship training school, which is kind of the main school within YOM uh, in Olesund, kind of mid-west uh, Norway, uh, on the coast of Norway. I just did my DTS there. Um, lecture phase and outreach. So it was, it was great. All in one country. Yeah. And uh, what is special is that we sent you away from um, Harpenden. You, you kind of, you weren't born here, but you kind of grew up most of your life here in YOM Harpenden. And you've got a, a, a cool story about what God's done in the last six months. Mm. And we just really want to hear that. But uh, yeah, tell us a little bit about where you were at just before your DTS. Um, maybe when you like, go back a few years to when you were like 16 or so, um, what you're experiencing in your spiritual walk. So I think actually growing up in and around YM, I was very saturated by YM culture and Christian culture. And so seeing, um, so growing up, I was very, yeah, involved in all of this. Um, and within my faith journey, it was something that I always desired to have, to have what I saw other people having. But I think uh, throughout my teenage life, I was following what I thought was God's plan for me, going to all the youth groups, going to all the Bible studies, church and all that, and pursuing God and wanting that fire for Jesus. Um, but I think at, at the age of 16 was when uh, I maybe gave up or, or decided I'd have enough and took a more passive approach towards faith and towards God and thought, you know what, actually, I won't pursue anything, but if God wants to come to me, he can come to me. It's good. It's kind of like a positive way of saying a negative yeah, thing. Yeah. I took a more passive approach mm. to my walk with God. Um, so you were trying to, you were around this, you kind of grew up on this YRAM base. And um, just to explain, like every quarter we have these schools, not just discipleship training schools, but other schools coming through with people having their lives change, encountering God and being up on this very stage, sharing about it. Mm. And that's kind of the atmosphere you grew up in. And you were hungry for that, right? Because it's something, it is something that is desirable, seeing, seeing people on fire and seeing people have this, this deep and intimate relationship with the creator of the universe. It's something that you want to have as well. So it's something that I pursued for a long time uh, during my teenage life. And what did that look like for you? How did you pursue it? What did that look like for you? Well, it was a very external kind of pursuit. It was very much going to worship and putting my hands up and it was reading my Bible every once in a while and it was kind of going to church on a Sunday. So it was a very much external pursuit of, of God and it, kind of what externally it means to be a Christian, that was what I was. So going to church every week, going to Bible studies, yeah. partaking in worship, singing, and, and yeah, that was pretty much it. But no, nothing really internally happening within me. Were you kind of surrendered internally or you're just kind of waiting for God to show up internally? Def definitely not. I think it was very much a, I'll do all of this and then when God, you reveal yourself to me or I'm sure then I'll surrender myself internally and then I'll submit to Lordship and then I'll do the rest. But until then... I'm still kind of one foot in, one foot out. It's kind of just the waiting for... Mm. I feel like so many people, maybe in the West, but I've just met a lot of people who are like, if God shows up in like this way or in this way specifically, I'll respond kind of it's thing. It's like a checklist. You kind of give him like things that he needs to do for him for you to yeah. submit to him. And I've even been there where people have like, well, he's done... I asked for like four things and he's done these three things, but he hasn't done the fourth, so... 
I'm not there yet. Bargaining um, with God. Bargaining with God. But you ended up, you found yourself, like, so you, when you were 16, you said you took this passive route um, with God. And so what did that look like? So the years just before, like, um, finishing secondary school, um, how was your heart towards God and how was your heart towards Jesus? And I think it was a very kind of proud heart. I think I, I kind of, I thought I'd done everything and therefore I was better than, better than that. Yeah. I was, I was too good to, to do everything now because I've done everything and I didn't need to learn or do anything else. And so those two years maybe of 16, 17, end of school, um, yeah, I just thought, yeah, I've done everything, so I don't need to do anything else. And if God wants to come, me, come to me and reveal himself to me, then he can because I've already done all of that. But for now, I'm going to live my own life. That's good. And uh, how did God end up grabbing your heart then and seeing that shift in you mm. where you're like, previously uh, you, you were hoping just to do a year out and then maybe go to university. But as I said before, now you're aiming to head back to Norway for a year just to help out prepare for the send in a year's time. So what did God do to grasp your heart? I think over the DTS, he was able to soften it a bit and teach me to be teachable, which, mean, which meant I was able to learn a lot through yeah, through the teachings and through experiences on outreach and lecture phase. And so that's what, something I've learned a lot. And I, I was able to create a faith as well, create that, that new faith in God over DTS and over outreach. And so I think this, this new season is also a time of growth for me. Yeah. A time in which I'm able to, to go and serve the kingdom through, through rallies and through getting people ready for this end, but then also get myself ready for it and get myself kind of pumped up spiritually yeah. uh, for, for what God has in plan. Oh, that's so good. And so you talked a, bit, a little bit earlier about just kind of like kind of lordship with me. And so what was that moment? I think it was, uh, we had Elise last week and she said like kind of week three of DTS. It sounded like a similar time. I don't know if that's an anointed time of discipleship training school. Week three, it sounds great. No, it wasn't, it wasn't week three. Watch out for week three. No, it was, it was a bit later on than week three. I think it was almost, almost halfway through the lecture phase was when we were in a cabin in the middle of Norway, nowhere. Uh, in the middle of nowhere in Norway. Um, <laughs> and we were, it was a, in a small little cabin, I think 20 of us in this tiny cabin worshipping and you could really, f- uh, you could feel the music because it was so loud. Uh, and I was there and I was reflecting on the lecture phase thus far. And I was reflecting on, on myself and my own growth in faith and my own growth with God. And I, and I honestly had thought there hadn't really been much change. And I, I was thinking and I'd realised that I hadn't, I realized what I told you, like I hadn't kind of given any lordship to God and I hadn't yeah. really surrendered anything internally, anything of stake to him. And I, I felt that that was holding me back at that moment. And so standing there in a worship time there, I gave my life to Jesus. And I think I told two people that day and it was great. And we saw Northern Lights that day as well. So <laughs> celebration from the heavens, but it was great. Yeah, it was and, really cool. Uh, that's, yeah, when God uh, confirms your salvation with some Northern Lights. Yeah. That's really good. But what did you feel the change? Because obviously, like, you've grown up in this kind of atmosphere of faith and stuff. And, uh, yeah, it's kind of unusual. You, you're like, I'm actually going to give my life. What was the, like, the immediate change or shift that you saw in your, in your walk with Jesus? Because when you were 16, you'd done all the things. You'd gone to youth group. You'd read a Bible. You'd, you'd worshipped. You know, what was the change in that moment? I think the change in that moment is that I started identifying as a child of God and as, a, as the church and as God's people. And when, when that happened, when reading scripture, I was able to relate to what Jesus was speaking in the gospels. I was able to relate to what, to the, to Israelites in the, in the desert. And as soon as I, that happened, and as soon as I was able to relate, I was able to be personally 
invested in what God had to tell me through the Bible. And so when reading the Bible, I just, it was all, it was all of a sudden, I was just very kind of passionate and, and I don't know, invested is the right word, invested in what it had to say, because what it had to say was talking about me and I was talking about my pursuit and relationship with God. Yeah. So that was the immediate change. I think that same day, actually, before I went to bed, I was reading my Bible. So like the immediate difference was you've read your Bible before, but suddenly it's like, I'm in this story. I'm part of this and I'm, that my life is part of this kind of thing. Yeah. And now like, um, like uh, I think what's interesting is like you have a fresh relationship with the word, right? A fresh relationship with truth and the Bible. Um, and uh, my experience in DTS is that people come and they want to relate with God and they have these beautiful pictures that God gives them or like they kind of start hearing the inner voice of God in their head. Um, but you talk about something different, which is very like traditional, uh, but I think it's so good and this generation needs to hear. But um, that relationship with the Bible, like how has that grown? That's become one of your primary ways of, of communing with God, right? Yeah, I think, I think my experience is almost the opposite in that growing up in YM, it's, it's a very much kind of spirit, kind of feeling-based. It's, it's very feeling-oriented in YM, the culture. And so... I was able to be exposed to a lot of God's work in people through the Holy Spirit and through experiences. But one thing that I hadn't personally experienced was God working through the Bible yeah. personally. And so on my DTS, I was able to do that for the first time, even though I'd grown up in a Christian, heavily saturated Christian environment, I was able to, for the first time, to delve into scripture and, and really delve, by personally delve into to what God had to tell me through that. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. That's so good. Because I think it's just so key for this generation to know truth and be devoted to the Bible. And there's so much truth in the Bible. It's, <laughs> it's true. And it gives like a it gives this generation that's struggling for wisdom and struggling for, for definite truth. It gives a definite truth for them to to follow and it gives kind of a, a guide way. And I think that's something that I was I was struggling with. Well, not struggling with, but definitely worrying about in that like I was worrying for purpose. That was something I was desiring. And that one of the reasons I went for a DTS, I, was, I needed purpose and I needed something beyond me yeah. to, to, to work towards. And I think I just found that in the Bible. And you can see that every time you read the Bible, it gives you a purpose. It gives you a reason for living on this earth. And I think that's something incredible. Oh, that's so good. I'd like you to say that twice. That's so good. Um, what would you say? Because I feel like um, with my experience of growing up in a Christian home and wanting to experience more of God, that there might also be people watching, young people who might have grown up with that Christian background, but they, yeah, maybe not many people around them know like that they, maybe they walk the walk and live externally like you talked about. Um, but what would you say to someone who is kind of trying to, hear God trying to devote their life to Jesus, but um, it's kind of that just that external way. Like what would you, what would you, what advice would you give to your 16 year old self kind of thing? I think I'd definitely just tell myself to, to, yeah, it's what you said, just give, surrender something, surrender something that has stake to you. Because when you surrender God, he rewards that. When you, when you're able to submit to Lordship, he was able to reward that as well. So I think I would tell myself to first of all, give my life because that's the most important kind of, decision you can make so I give my life to Jesus and when I do that I'm able to to surrender everything to him and I think when you do that it's yeah try try I would tell myself 16 year old self to to try invest something into it something of stake into it because it's so important and it's something that you need to do I think 
That's so good. Um, we're just going to transition into some worship, but maybe do you want to just pray for those watching? Um, it's that they would find their purposes, their purpose in the purposes of God. They would find their purpose in the Word, and they would find truth in the Bible. They would devote themselves to that. Is that good? Yeah. Go for it, Matthias. So, Lord, I thank you so much for providing us with this, with your Word, Lord, that we're able to use it to to learn more about you and learn more about our relationship and pursuits towards you lord i just pray that whoever's listening to this uh, live right now lord that they're able to to feel the importance of your scripture and feel the importance of finding purpose through you and lord, i just pray that they're able to to do that clearly and able to um yeah find out what their unique uh, purpose with you is lord in your holy name lord, we pray amen